Hey, this is Gerald Salenti. Welcome to Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. What a, what a network it is. In these times, people tuning into the garbage out there from the mainstream media, the prostitutes, the prostitutes, getting paid to put out, and all they're doing is putting out fear. <clears throat> fear, 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 fear sells. As one of our Trends Journal covers showed, dumb enough to believe George Bush's wars, <clears throat> dumb enough to believe the COVID wars. Again, only the facts, only the facts. And the facts are, who's dying? Mostly elderly people, people that are obese. What they estimate, this is going back some time now, the last numbers I looked at, they don't show recent numbers some 300,000 people in America die each year from obesity. 300,000. And they're worried about a, a flu, a virus. And again, you know, the, the people that are, are dying are, it, again, the facts, the hard facts, the pure numbers are in the Trends Journal. 50% at minimum, at minimum, of the 145,000 people that have died in America are chronically ill, elderly people from nursing homes. That's right. Massachusetts, not far from me over here. Over 60% of the people died are elderly people suffering from pre-existing chronic conditions from nursing homes. So let's say, you know, 150,000, 150,000, cut it in half, 75,000 people died in America of the virus. Out of those 75,000, and the facts are there, the majority are people that are suffering from type 2 diabetes, obesity, respiratory ailments, heart diseases, etc. They've locked down the entire economy. There's not going to be a bounce back. The government, the government has put people out of business. So I'm not saying this because the Trends Journal's been put out of business. On the contrary, our business is doing very, very well because people are very concerned about what's going on, what to do, and how to prepare and prevail for what's ahead. So we're doing fine. 
So when I'm calling this stuff out, it's not because, oh, my business is going down and I want to get blah, 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 blah. That had nothing to do with it. On the contrary. Cities are dead. New York City, poof. Life sucked out of it. How about that Jersey Shore, huh? Yeah, sure. And all this mask wearing. What for? They all, all reversed, all, all of them, all of them. World Health Organization, Centers of Disease Control, Two-Face Fauci, that little clown, that arrogant little boy, Fauci, jaw, that's what it is in Italian, jaw, the jaw boner. Go back to March. Now nah, you don't have to wear masks. You know, blah, 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 blah. They're only telling people to wear masks that are ill. And now I see people 90 degrees outside, little kids, fearful of their death, walking down empty streets with masks on. So here's the deal. If I'm not wearing a mask, and you are, what are you getting on my case for? You're not going to catch the disease, according to what they're telling you. So if I have it, you don't have to worry about it. And one thing after another. Oh, they're telling you not to use cash. It's dirty. Guess what? They did a study. The credit cards hold more germs and 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 carry more stuff than than the, that plastic than coins and paper money. And now they're telling you that you don't pick it up from touching things. But keep washing your hands and keep sanitizing them. The, the information keeps changing over and over and over. So, the reality is we are going through times that are unprecedented. This has never happened in the world. As People who listen to my show on Progressive Radio Network know as a hard fact my forecasts for gold and silver have been 100% on target. 100%. When I came back on PRN after taking a year off on June 6th, 2019, I said, we just sent out a trend alert to Trends Journal subscribers, trendsjournal.com, that the gold bull run has begun. Gold was $1,332 an ounce. $1,332 an ounce. Today, $1,857 an ounce. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 
$1,500 an ounce. It's gone up since I said this. What else did I say? Oh, silver. Oh, yeah. A month ago. A month ago. <clears throat> silver is now going to spike. Wrote it word for word. Gave it out as a courtesy to the people listening to the Progressive Radio Network. Silver prices have spiked. 60% since I said that. And now an uh, ounce of silver as it is at $22.56 an ounce. Do you realize what this is telling everybody? Do you get it? Oh, the dollar's down again. Can't blow me away. Would have never figured that out. Oh, you mean they're pumping more trillions into the economy? Fake digital money backed by nothing and printed on nothing? That? This is serious what's going on. Not only in the United States, all over the world. Euro. Eurozone. Same things, one after another. Pumping money in, pumping money in. It's the money pumping scam. Ready? EU plans flurry of rule changes to boost market recovery. Brussels is set to unveil a series of quick fixes to its financial market rules, including measures to ease trading in small cap stocks and energy derivatives in an attempt to boost the region's recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. Breaking news. Unveils a series of quick fixes. Hey, got sewn. Who are you talking to? What do you think, I'm six years old? Quick fixes, you slime balls. You're stealing the people's money to rig the market so the bigs get bigger and the riches get richer. Got it? The planned measures due to be announced in the coming days include changes to the Europe-wide MyFid2 regulatory regime, tweaks to standards for company prospectuses and exemptions to, quote, formal regulatory burdens where they are not strictly necessary. Formal regulatory burdens where they are not strictly necessary. They dump every little burden on our back and these little low-life politics, politicians, politics suck the blood out of your life and they're low-life bureaucrats that make you, that make you, stay 100% to what they want you to do. 
You got to fill out forms. You got to do this. You got to do that. It never stops. But boy, for the big ones, they give them all the breaks. They give them all the breaks. This thing is going down big. Gold and silver prices are going up because the currencies aren't going to be worth the digital paper they're not printed on. They're making this stuff up. When I talk about what's going on with nursing homes and the majority of the people that have died from the COVID virus are from then, you realize that only about <clears throat> out of 50 states, about 10 states haven't even reported yet the numbers. And that's according to Kaiser Health. This whole thing is one big ruinous political and prostitute fear game that has destroyed life in many more ways than the lives taken from the virus. Again, you listen to the fanatics, the prostitutes selling fear every day. How many cases? How many, how many deaths? What's the death rate? What is it, about 99.36 or something like that? Cases aren't deaths. No one talks about building up your immune system. No one talks about getting in better health. No one talks about getting in better shape. None of them. So going back to the economy, it is going to be a disaster. Look at the cities, wherever you are, and how dead they are. One after another. <clears throat> Ruined. Ruined. All the businesses that aren't going to reopen, Yelp estimates that 53% of the restaurants won't reopen. Look at the airline industry, one after another, Delta, United. One after another reporting their, their earnings. Oh, they only lost 1.4 billion, 1.3 billion. What is air traffic down, depending on those numbers you're looking at, like 80, 90 percent from a year ago? How about all these summer businesses that rely on tourism? If you're down to the Jersey, sure, yeah, sure, it's dead. 
put all these regulations in place. It's a horror show. And against the Constitution, against, against the Bill of Rights, they have no right to do this. These are not laws. These are executive orders from me to King Cuomo and mindless Murphy over there in Jersey. One little low-life, arrogant piece of garbage crap after another telling you what to do and how to do it, period. That's the way Cuomo went. Period. I said this, period. Yeah, maybe you got one. Terrible. Terrible what's going on. Lives are destroyed. So here's the story. They're probably going to come out with another thing to dump a couple more pennies into the little people's pockets as they're dumping trillions into the equity markets and big corporations to bail them out. That's going to continue to hide how disastrous this economic fallout is. Disaster. A disaster. So, they'll probably do what they can to prop it up before the election. I thought Trump would win, but now, you know, I don't know. Again, I'm not for him at all. Or Biden. I won't vote for lesser of two evils. Ain't my trip. I don't hang out with lesser of two evils. Don't do business with lesser of two evils. It's not my trip to be with evil. There is no such thing in my life as a lesser of two evils. Evil is evil. Oh, like Obama. He's not a bad murderer as George W. Bush. Bush murdered more people than Obama did. So Obama is not as evil. He's a lesser of two evils, but he only killed about 4,000 people with drone strikes. Quote, I'm really good at killing people. Ah, Bush killed a million people in Iraq. Oh, what, what, what Obama did to Libya destroyed that place? In an article in your Trends Journal, by the way, this week's about what's going on in Libya. Gaddafi has to go. Assad over there in Syria, you got to go. <clears throat> yeah, we only killed only five, 600,000 people in Syria dead. Oh, and Obama, yeah, he's the first guy that supported the Saudis destroying Yemen, selling all the weapons and bringing that Jerk over there from the, I forgot his, Blinken, Blinken, that was his name, Blinken, to work with these Saudis on intelligence on how to kill more Yemenis. So he's not as bad. He's not as evil. He's not as evil, Salenti. Calm down. I'm a low-life liberal. I'm a little fascist slimer. I call myself a liberal. That's who liberals are. They're a cross between Soviet communism and fascism. If you don't believe the crap that they swallow, we're going to get you. Like all these little low-life liberals around here went after me for holding 
the 4th of July rally to unite for peace and restore freedom, OccupyPeace.com. Oh, the flack that I got. Oh, boy. Oh, and they were expecting a big surge of cases. Hey, over two weeks later, no surge in cases. Oh, and I'm still talking. And I don't wear masks. Son of a gun. Nor any of the people. 90% of the people who came didn't wear a mask. And we had masks available for everyone, hand sanitizers for everyone. But the little low-life liberals, oh, it's okay, Salenti, calm down. It's okay for protests like Black Lives Matter. Those are fine, but not you. Am I making that up? Not at all. Again, an article in your Trends Journal. One after another. One after another. Here it is. Health expert hypocrites can't be trusted. Brainwashed by media and politicians that we must believe the flax and hacks they elevate and feature as top experts in the field, be it the scores of military wars they lie us into or the COVID war they launched, the hypocrisy and bias are clearly evidenced in the 11 July New York Times article, Experts Feel Torn on Dangers of Different Protests. Indeed, the world is in danger when physicians and health officials openly reveal their scientific insights into the virus pandemic depend on their political opinions. On 30 May, 1,300, they have 300 here, mistake, 1,300 epidemiologists and public health officials signed a letter supporting those protesting the murder of George Floyd by a policeman in Minneapolis. Despite their previous dire warnings, of the risk of a virus spreading if people gathered in large numbers in close quarters. In part, their letters stated, as public health advocates, we do not condemn these gatherings as risky for COVID-19 transmission. We support them as vital to national public health. These are the same epidemiologist hypocrites who publicly had condemned protests in Michigan, Ohio, and additional states against the shelter-in-place draconian lockdowns, cl claiming the mass gatherings endangered public health by risking the spread of the coronavirus. Among those quoted in the Times is Catherine Triosi, an infectious disease epidemiologist at the University of Texas Health Science Center, who recently attended a Floyd protest in Houston, said Ms. Triosi, quote, I certainly condemned the anti-lockdown protests at the time, but I'm not condemning the protests now. And I struggle with that. I have a hard time articulating why that is, this is okay or that is okay. And I write, struggle with that? Have a hard time articulating why that is okay? How about because you're an out-and-out -out hypocrite? Facts don't matter, causes do. The struggle, i.e., the hypocrisy to admit 
as well by Mark Laurie, professor of epidemiology at Mark University, was admitted as well by him. Professor Laurie said, quote, instinctively, many of us in public health feel a strong desire to act against accumulated generations of racial injustice. But we have to be honest. A few weeks before, we were criticizing protests for arguing to open up the economy and saying that was dangerous behavior. I'm still grasping with that. Yeah, grasping with that? You're hypocrites. And that's what they're putting out. Hypocrisy. Selling hypocrisy. It's terrible what's going out there. We are in the early stages of a civil war. That's right. And the greatest depression has begun. They have divided this nation. The whole COVID issue, divided. They make this stuff up. Oh, you're against masks? Oh, then you're a conservative. Oh, you're for masks? Oh, then you're a liberal. I'm a nothing. I'm a political atheist. I read the data. Does data count for anything? Do facts matter? No, Salenti. Facts don't matter. Facts don't matter at all. We're only interested in what we're selling. And we're selling fear and hysteria, so get on board. One fact after another. We have them all listed. Unmasking the truth. That's what it is. Unmasking the truth. <laughs> Name on the CDC website, although mechanistic studies support the potential effect of hand hygiene or face masks, evidence in 14 randomized controlled trials of these measures did not support a substantial effect of transmission of laboratory-confirmed influenza. We similarly found evidence on the effectiveness of improved hygiene and environmental cleaning. We identified several major knowledge gaps requiring further research most fundamentally, an improved characterization of the modes of person-to-person -person transmission. Again, they just keep reversing things. One after another.
But that's what the future is. Facts don't matter. Hysteria does. Hysteria sells. Again, we have the quotes from CNN's Jeff Zucker. And you can put any letter you want in front of that Z to define who he is. Telling his staff back when the hysteria first broke out to keep pumping the COVID story. Ratings are going up. People are tuning in. Their ratings were in the toilet before this, as what most prostitutes are anyway. In the toilet, in the toilet. That's what they are. And now they're up 120%. And the mainstream media is doing terrible. It's way off. And so too are Vox, Vice, and others. And that's why you need to stay tuned to Progressive Radio Network. And also stay tuned. We'll be back in just a little bit. Hi, I'm Gary Knoll, and I'm happy to be just one of the many voices speaking truth to power every day on the Progressive Radio Network. We have dozens and dozens of the finest minds in the United States, people who have spent their careers helping, first and foremost, bring justice to issues. Ralph Nader, Jimmy Dore, Gerald Salante, Eutrice Lee. From all communities, we look at what is the truth. We are not right. We are not left. We're not card-carrying members of any party. We may have been at one time, but today we're just looking to how we can cut through all of the nonsense. Occam's Razor, the philosophy of cut through it and get to the truth of it. And generally, it is the most direct and honest answers. And that's what we see. Because progressivism is to seek the truth without having to first moniker with some ideological identity. No, the truth doesn't need an ideological identity. It just needs good spokespersons to bring it to you. And we have that at the Progressive Freedom Network. We challenge Big Pharma. We challenge the big industries like Monsanto and DuPont. We challenge Wall Street and the banking community and the energy cartels, nuclear, and high gas hydrofracking. We challenge all of them every day, 24-7. This is a place to come if you can handle the truth. P-R-N Progressive Radio Network Does PRN inspire you? Does PRN make you want to learn more? Does PRN help you to see inside yourself, to be yourself, to grow and to do? The truth is, we all need each other to be, to grow and to do. So, we are asking that you check out the PRN.FM. Hello, hello, hey, there's Louis Primi's back. But no, no fun allowed. It's prohibited. 
not allowed to have a good time. We're sucking the joy out of life. We're sucking the joy out of life. That's who we are. That's who we are. We're sucking the joy out of life. And most people are buying it. The vast majority believe what they're being told. Facts don't count. Facts don't count. Not one bit. Not at all. So, if you have any uh, questions or answers, feel free to call at 1-888-874-4888. We're always looking forward to hearing from everyone. So, where are we going here? The equity markets are total fraud. As I mentioned to you and keep showing you the proof, they're artificially pumped up by the Federal Reserve and the governments around the world. Nike shakes up his executive team, announces job cuts. Oh, business down? Can't believe it. How could that be? Yeah. This thing's going down. Big firms are getting hit. Yep. And when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. Nike reported unexpected fiscal fourth quarter net loss of sales decline at 38% year over year. Nike's digital sales soared 75%. Yeah. But overall, down. Nike shares were down 1% in morning trading. Stock is down 3% this year. Big mall owners are looking to do deals to save to salvage bankrupt retailers, says CNBC. The mall on the pole, the pole on the mall was there before this happened. Empty. Empty. People are afraid. They're afraid to go out. They're afraid to live. Again, this thing is going to be terrible. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. Hey, crime. Huh? A great day in Chicago the other day. huh? Just a couple of people killed. Oh, Atlanta. Yep, yep, yep. Murders are going up there, too. New York, New York. Hey, how about those gun sales? According to the Fed, FBI, the uh, people that applied for applications to get guns only increased 136% since the COVID war began.
one after another. One after another. Going down big time, the crisis, the likes of which we've never, ever witnessed before. Global. And again, ignored by the media are the age of the people that are dying and the illnesses that they're suffering from. No mention about it. No need to. There are only facts. And facts, of course, don't count one bit anywhere, any place. So, gold, silver, where are they going? They're going much higher. How higher? Well, it's in your trends journal. And very important, too. As I mentioned earlier, there's a political divide on this whole thing. They've divided the country. There's never been a better time now for a third party. And here are some of the platforms of the new third party. No forced vaccinations. How dare anyone force you to get a vaccination? How dare they? That group. Oh, I'd say there's a good 30, 35% of Americans that don't want to get vaccinated. Platform number two. Hey, um, nah, we're not going to send the kids back to school, even though the kids aren't dying from this stuff. We don't know, so we're not going to do it. We're going to have online courses. Great. Fine. I'm all in favor of it. As you well know, the current system that we have was created by the Prussians. Created by the Prussians. The beginning of the industrial age, people used to make all their own little things, but then they industrialized. So those people that were making them are now working in mass factories. And they had to learn how to read, write, do math, and follow orders. And that's all the educational system is, follow orders. So what else? Well, OK. If you're teaching on, well, so I, I agree online, that's the future, and, and that's investment opportunities galore in that, by the way. But I don't need all these teachers' salaries. One-third grader could have one-third, all the third graders could have one-third grade teacher. All the fourth graders, all the fifth graders, all the others could have one teacher. The best. Of course, we won't get the best, we'll get the most politicized. But anyway, you don't need all these teachers. And if the kid, you're at home learning, well, what are you heating the school for? What are you cooling it for? Oh, you don't need all that lunch stuff. You don't need the janitors and everybody else. You don't need maintenance. So cut my school taxes by, eh, 75%. That's the other platform of the new third party. Anti-vaccination, anti-taxes. 
because these slimy, low-life poly ticks who suck the blood out of you, suck the money from you in the name of taxes. So these little low-lives who never work a day in their life, they get paid. They got their pensions. They have their salary. They get what they want. So they're going to raise your taxes as you can't pay your property taxes. You can't pay your school taxes. So taxes and vaccinations are two, two platforms of a new third party. And we got John from Orange County, not too far away from me over here in Ulster County. Okay, I guess you can hear me, right? I can hear you. Okay, one time you said... If the money, I believe you said this, if the money's not in your pocket, it's not yours. Did you say that? No. Maybe I did. I don't know. Oh, (laughs) anyway, if you have money in the bank, let's say I'll give different numbers. If you have $1,000 in the bank, naturally you'd leave it in there to pay general expenses and credit card payments and what have you. But if you had like $50,000. Back, John. Huh? I can't hear you. You want you want to call back? Why don't you hang up and try again? I can't can't hear you. Breaking up. I did say that actually. If you don't if you don't have the money, it's not you know you don't have it in your pocket. You don't have the money. Uh, I think I got the gist of what John is saying. I would not be concerned about getting your money out of the bank if you had fifty thousand into it. I told the story of what happened when I tried to withdraw 30000 out of the bank during the crisis. I should say I would be concerned. Actually, actually, I would. When I tried getting the money out of the bank and I was putting it into other assets, and I went to get cash and they wouldn't give it to me. Oh, did I go berserk. And they're going to do it again. Bank holiday. We're going to have a holiday. You can't get your money anyway. That's what I see happening. A bank holiday. And they're going to come out with a new currency. Digital currency doing away with the dollar. The people will buy it. They'll suck into it. Just like they follow their leaders to the COVID war. Follow their leaders to the Iraq war, the Afghan war. Warfare sells. Warfare is warfare. Huh? And look at all the poor young guys, mostly, and girls, but mostly guys, that sign up for the military believing the propaganda and that their lives are destroyed. And all the innocent people killed. Very sad. Very, very sad. Okay, we got John back. Hello there, John. Okay, let's try again here. Now, do I sound pretty good this time? You sound sound very good. (laughs) Okay. You pretty well answered my question because after I, I, I hung up, I got what you said. I think I got the gist of what John was saying. 
if he had fifty thousand dollars in a savings account, should he leave it there at you know zero interest? That's all you're getting, or take it out and put it someplace that you can't even find it yourself? I don't know if you said that or somebody else said that, or leave it in there and uh, and just take your chances, I guess, or take it out in increments because you're you're right on that one statement when you went to get thirty thousand. They won't give you 30000 at once because I went over one time and asked, and they said you can only take your money out in increments, like yep. maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe 3000 or 5000 at a time or something. So, but the thing about it is, you're, if I heard this right, if you had 50000 or 60000 whatever the amount would be, just leave it in there, and it's, you think it's okay, or take it out and put it someplace where you can't even, where I can't even find it, or nobody can find it. Only speaking for myself, I would take it out and put it someplace where nobody can find it, and you can't find it. Yeah, because <clears throat> I, I know you're not going to answer this question, but I know you you'd have to have at least two or three thousand in the bank. Because if you're a businessman, you have to pay mortgage payments, you have payroll, you have to have a certain amount of money in the bank. So uh, I'm even saying you might even have $10,000 in the bank. You're not worried about your money in the bank? Again, you know, my business is one thing. Personal is another thing. And, um, and even in business, we, we take it out at certain levels. So what I'm suggesting is yes. I would keep money in there because you have to pay your bills and everything else, and you keep the account going, keep it easy. But why put it in there if you're not getting anything for it? Why give them your money to work with, and they won't give you your money when you want it? And that's the criminality of the whole banking system. As I say, you know, people say, oh, Salenti, you should calm down. You know, become angry. And I say, listen, get this in your head. If the Prince of Peace... Jesus Christ could become violent and chase the money changers out of the temple, the banksters, I could become angry because that is the criminality of the system, is the banking system. You know, do you ever, you know, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts? I heard you mention the name. He was the former assistant treasury secretary under Ronald Reagan. We're very good friends. And he's put me on to a number of books about the Civil War. And go to his site, paulcraigroberts.org. And he just posted another one today about how the banksters were really behind this and what was going on. And, you know, Lincoln was pro-slavery. I mean, you listen to read his comments before. It wasn't about slavery. It was much more than that. It was about trade. Slavery became an issue. So what I'm saying is it's the banksters. Look what happened with, with uh, Princeton University. They're taking Woodrow Wilson's name off everything because he was racist. How about he gave us the banking system? How about he put us into World War I, which he had no business putting us into, that slaughtered millions, tens of millions of people? How about taking his name off for that? No. So that's what I'm saying. So going back to the money, the motto with our magazine, the Trends Journal, is think 
for yourself. I gave you my suggestions, and I leave it up to you. Thank you very much, John. We got Rochelle from South Carolina. Okay, you'll be happy you took this call. I'm 70 years old. I started listening to Gary Noe in 1976. I was married to the Hebrew National family, and when I found out that hot dogs cause cancer, my, that family dropped me like a hot potato. Okay, I'm writing a book about it, and I, I say... Gerald Salente rules. I don't miss you every week. Wow. I am subscribed to your Trends Journal. I make donations to the peace movement. Oh, I knew I, I was aware when, when you started it, the day you started it, and Gary was there, and I had tears in my eyes. I have tears in my eyes right now. Oh. And... Um, I would love, I love a um, smart man if you're ever in my neighborhood. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a, well, I'll probably never have a boyfriend again, but I'd love to hang out with you. Uh, thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you so much for your support and your kind words. How do you like the Trends Journal, by the way? It's awesome. It's, I love truth. I just put on, I just, uh, thank you for reminding me. I just put on um, Facebook in bold letters. I said, "Does truth matter?" In quotes, Gerald Salente says, and I put PRN FM. I believe in being simple, but it will spark um, people's interest. Uh, thank you. I'm a writer. That's very kind of you, Michelle. All right. God bless. Uh, thank you. You too, and and I really appreciate your kind words and, and support. And if I come to South Carolina, I'll definitely let you know. And if you're up here in Kingston, you know, come on by. Thank you. We got TT from Southwest. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, and how are you? Um, regarding, uh, I guess, gold and Social Security, two issues. Um, how don't we know that these, um, <laughs> from way insane, entities who regulate the prices for gold and silver, uh, that they won't uh, drop it suddenly again, uh, you know, within a, a few months or so. Uh, how? And then that's the Social Security, um, you know, uh, they, uh, they'll probably totally, after the election, they're going to really mess it up more. And uh, uh, please... Uh, talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they'll do anything to Social Security, um, at least for, you know, the older generations. The younger people will have a whole different trip in the future. Uh, the, the thing about can they lower or raise the price? of? Yes, they can with gold. They could do anything they want. Remember what Franklin Delano Roosevelt did in 1933. They forced everybody to sell their gold. Mm -hmm. And my father, may he rest in peace, said to me, you know, your grandfather had a lot of gold. And, uh, and, and um, I said to him, Pop, I said, don't, 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 don't turn it in. 
And he said, oh, you're not a good American. You know, Italian, broken accent. My father went on. The, the president asked us to turn it in. I'm going to turn it in. He turned in all his gold. They sold it. The government made you turn it in. I think it was like $26 in change. I forgot the exact change. As soon as they thought they got it all in, they raised the value of gold to $33. So they just screwed you, and not in a good way. So the they will do anything they want. So yes, they could they could all of a sudden say we're putting a permanent price on gold and silver. They can do that, no question about it. However, I think if they did do it, they would put a high value on it, because if they do do it, they'll use it as a reserve currency and backing their currency by it. So I think the number would be high. That's my guess. And as for silver, as I said before, it <laughs> it's going, I said it would spike as gold moved toward 2,000 an ounce. And, when it, and it's going to rise at a much faster rate. Here's the deal. There are no reserves of silver. Once silver is used up, it goes into the dump. You got it in your, your handheld. You have it in your computer, your, your keyboard. Little pieces of silver. So there's no stockpiles of silver. And... Yes, silver is going to be used less in production, but still in the internet world, the high-tech world, it'll still have a big usage. So that's why I see silver going up much faster than gold. So thank you very much, TT. Did I answer your questions? Uh, yes, and, and I was thinking again, I know it's a worrying thing. With, with, as you say, a bank holiday at any moment they could declare a bank holiday, and anything that we have in the bank is finuto. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll come up with a new currency. I'm telling you, that's what we're saying. And we'll have zero. We won't get credit for that. We won't get yeah, they'll, they'll, that. they'll make up a new currency, and the people will buy it, just like they do with the COVID war. No facts are needed. They fear cells. It's always been like this. Yeah. yeah. And that's but, what but they're those, doing. They're selling ones, fear. But but we won't have it like those zero us out. They won't give us our money back or credit or anything, right? If they were to declare a bank holiday. Yeah. Oh no, no, they'll throw us crumbs. They'll they'll make you believe you're getting everything back and you're not. That's what they'll do. They won't do it outright. And they'll 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 put it behind the scenes, and make it seem like you're getting your dough back and you're not. So that's that's what we see coming the up. People are that stupid that they could they how can they pay their bills and buy food if they have nothing? And well, again, they'll they'll make pretend that they'll give them something, and then they'll make other things that that calm them down, just like they did with this with, with this uh, payroll thing they did. It cooled them out. So they'll do more to cool them out. 
Oh, you mean like what, what the people with unemployment got the $600 extra to cool them down or something? Yes. But then the people so that, who don't even that's have what jobs. we'll see. They'll do things. They'll do things to calm them down, so that they won't revolt. But again, as I said, and thank you very much for calling TT from Southwest. This is a time for a new third-party movement, and it's going to happen. You're going to see violence spike, like we've never seen it before. And they've used this whole thing as to divide us between who supports the COVID war and who doesn't. And the main issues are going to be vaccinations. Should I get vaccinated? I don't want to get vaccinated. They can't make me. And they're going to put rules in place. If you don't get vaccinated, then you don't get, you don't get your, uh, your driver's license. If you don't get vaccinated, you can't get on an airplane. Hey, in New York, if your kids don't get vaccinated, they can't go to school, all right? So they're going to do this. The other platform is going to be a tax revolt. How the hell can you pay your taxes when you're out of work? And why should we pay these high school taxes when they have online classes now? It makes absolutely no sense at all. And that's all they do is they sell us nonsense. So this is a time for the people to rise up and stand up and fight for your freedom. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, said Samuel Adams. And now is that time to fight for freedom, because we're losing it day by day in ways that we would have never dreamed of. So, there you got it. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Progressive Radio Network. We'll be back in two weeks. And remember, the Trends Journal, History Before It Happens, the only magazine in the world, the only magazine in the world that tells you what's going to happen, what it means, and what's next. What's happening, what it means, and what's next. And what's next is we'll see you in two weeks and support Progressive Radio Network. Thank you. Chief, chief, you're fun to see a buckle out.